0: Hello and welcome back Boneheads. This is Rich and I'm joined once again by my friend Ben. Hey
1: everyone, thanks for joining us for episode 2. On today's episode we're going to be talking about Blood Bowl 7s, mixed roster teams and the usual games, hobby, news and star players.
0: Rightio, so, straight on to news in the world of Blood Bowl this week. There's a couple of things going on, following on what we spoke about last time, a couple of new teams via Kickstarter, but first I'm going to mention something I saw on Facebook earlier which tickled me a little, to be honest. A company called FF Minis teased a couple of Canadian trolls up on the site and then ended up getting shot down (laughs) royally. Basically, they went for a couple of tribal-looking guys. One of them in particular called Apache was holding a scalp in his hand, as though he just removed it from the head of an individual. I didn't mind it. I thought it was quite interesting, but one gentleman in particular who wasn't overly impressed ended up getting a bit of a complaint and got a bit ratted behind him, and now I've lost the Facebook post. <laughs> quite no, simply, no, it makes sense for them to to pull something like that. I mean, miniatures can
1: be great, but sometimes if they touch on things that upset people yeah. or or you know create more problems than they thought they then they probably expected then. I think they did a, a good thing by removing
0: it and hopefully they'll rebrand
1: them. Yeah, I mean, the
0: rest yeah. of it looked okay. There wasn't anything in it that was particularly offensive. Yeah. It, was, it was tribal-esque. It was just this one place where you would normally see a whole head. It was just yeah. The scout. <laughs> I mean, we saw this with the Nazi team. We did. The yeah. Nazi team, which models model were brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Great dynamic poses interesting but they literally called it the nazi team. yeah and <laughs> rightly so that will upset a lot of people yes.
1: again they've rebranded that and those models look, look pretty cool still so good. yeah hopefully. they've taken away the
0: the obvious nazi-esque yeah. um symbols and whatnot but yeah it looks quite good and yeah hopefully that will come through to to something so we could be seeing some canadian trolls some canadian cool. trolls yeah really. one, one of which called apache
1: all right wonderful yeah.
0: uh, so what else have we got going on kickstarters so there's a couple of awesome teams coming out first one is uh by an italian company called atlas who are releasing a dwarf team called gears of dwarves effectively it's a steampunk style dwarf team and they look absolutely brilliant okay i've got oh okay i've got them here
1: now wow they look really good they really? do look a bit um look a bit like privateer press <laughs> yeah they do look a bit privateer
0: press and um, the death roller or the the steamroller as they call it is is particularly cool with oh, the um, wow, that is a huge can, model. Yeah, and if you look, if you can find the image of it from behind, you have got the smoke pouring out of the sides of it. It's painted it up as well. Each like of it. these blockers looks brilliant. Yeah, they are they are fantastic looking, um, miniatures. They really are.
1: The faces look a bit
0: yeti-ish. Yeah, they're
1: a bit feral, aren't they? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good look. Blitz is a huge and ah, oh, the big plumes of smoke coming out of that steamroller is excellent. Yeah.
0: So they've got six days left as we speak now of this particular Kickstarter. You can have them in either resin or metal. Um, a basic resin team, uh, or a basic team, whether it's in resin or metal, will give you two Blitzers, two Runners, two Slayers, six Blockers, just to give you a real basic team. Um, that will be €49 Euros for resin, €54 Euros on a metal. If you want a full team, three extra Blockers, plus the, the Death Roller slash Steam Roller, that's €74, €79. Euros. So not a ridiculous amount. And one of the great things from the looks of this is estimated delivery of October. Now, yeah, not, they're not I'm, hanging around. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's the thing that bugs me about Kickstarter sometimes. Is you're like, oh, <laughs> these little models are great. 18 um, months later, I'm still waiting to see where it goes.
0: £50 or something I'm going to forget I've ordered. But they've also got a load of um, stretch goals, which they've unlocked. So there's a Barrack Fireblast star player by the looks of it. Dice, markers, balls, cheerleaders. Uh, marker for a stun-prone death roller. As well, which is, is quite so handy. Usual. Just a coin. They've also got an alternative steamroller, which is a mechanical minotaur on one wheel, which is just oh, wow. insane.
1: Alternative steamroller, the steam minotaur. That is brilliant.
0: It is fantastic. I've oh, got some really cool little do- block dice as well. Yeah, the block dice are really smart. Oh. Really smart. Now, oh. all of those I've oh. listed, Rich. I know what you're going on about. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, what I've just said have <clears> all <throat> been unlocked. However. They are given the option to be able to make a Chaos Dwarf team. They are doing Bull Centaurs and Hobgoblin Minis. Okay, so the stretch goal for the few Centaurs, which, I mean, it's only artwork, but it looks, looks
1: cool. Yep. So that's €9,000. Euros. So they've got six days to go, €9,000 Euros for the stretch goal, and they are at seven thousand two. It's not five days to go. It can be done. So it's not it's not a million miles away. It's ten thousand for the hobgoblins. And if they don't get it, maybe they'll release a second. I one think for chaos Dwarfs, because there are so many dwarf teams, and the games workshop dwarf teams are really good. Yeah. But there is not that money for chaos
0: Dwarfs. So if they no. were to do a second one, I, like I would I would back that. It's it's fantastic. The the pieces are dynamic, and particularly with the the stretch goals, for seventy five euros or sixty quid. You get a good amount of miniatures. You get a lot there. Well, given some of the other ones we've looked at, uh, yeah. Last yeah, week. particularly the like the human <laughs> team. It's it's well and above beyond the quality yeah, of that. is great.
1: Oh, and you've got the there other teams as well. You can add on. There's some pretty cool ones there. But from my point of view, yeah,
0: I would actually buy those. Oh, you hate dwarves. I hate dwarves <laughs> not as much as you hate elves. Not as much as I hate elves. There was a, a string being you little... Yeah, but. I would buy those doors. Yeah. They're interesting. They
1: are very cool. They look different enough.
0: Yes. But still, yeah, really good. I do like them. I do like them. <laughs> the Death Rollers group. Yeah. It, it's nice seeing the, the alternative Death Rollers. So longer, that is oh. Gears of
1: Dwarves Fantasy Football Team by Atlas Miniatures on on Kickstarter. Mm, really good,
0: brilliant. brilliant. So what else have we got? There is another team on Kickstarter from Hungry Troll. It's a company that I've come across several times. A Spanish company who are releasing an Amazon team called Nuke Girls. Think Mad Max meets Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's surreal okay let's have a look at these as it's well, post-apocalyptic then. women with masks and armor and everything else oh yeah yeah mad interesting Ma- the mad-
1: that one is actually tina Turner from uh, the third mad max book
0: yes welcome yeah, to the, yeah, the coach yeah welcome to the thunderball so we get you get 75 euros gets you a 16 piece team with markers and a ball that's eight line women men Eight line people. <laughs> um, four blitzers, two throwers, two catches. The stretch goals they've got in place are another line woman, um, a, a mutated line woman. Yeah, the one with two heads. down the middle. There's two bodies even, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's that's quite cool. they called a line woman nine and a half. Probably they do, yeah. A cheerleader. Both of those have been unlocked already. There's an apothecary, a star player, and a coach. They've got another 11 or 12 days left on that one in particular. I wouldn't necessarily get them don't really like the aesthetic, but they are very well made.
1: Well, the availability for Amazon models, I don't think, is all that great. No. There's some other ones out there, but some of the scales are a bit out. I mean, I know that's the funny thing to say about the new Games Workshop models, because <laughs> they've, they've increased it by like 10-15%. But yeah, no, it's a good alternative to Amazon, so that's mm. good. And the price, again, is decent. Yeah, they've got 12 days to go, so that's uh, Tuesday, July 31st. Yeah. will so be so finishing. So... That's, that's good. I like uh, yeah, that.
0: That's quite good. So I'm going to throw... A curveball with my fourth item. What have we got? Something that we've been working on. I've had an update for. Oh, really? I have. And I've kept it quiet because I only got it about two hours ago. That's awesome. So me and Ben, in our haste and excitement, have commissioned for a ogre, a bonehead ogre mini. I had to play with blood bowl, potentially a star player, potentially for whatever we like. To be honest, oh, a star player, a star player. <laughs> so we've started it. What I'm about to do is show Ben the the little 360 spin that he's given me of an update as to where he's at. 60 so far. Oh, that is awesome. So he still hasn't got arms, hands. Sorry, and the heads aren't finished, but the rest of him <laughs> is there. Yeah, he's got the belt and everything. That's brilliant. He hopes to get it finished tonight. Really? Yep because oh, oh, he wow. wants to finish it off and get on with it yeah that's brilliant but there that is awesome coming so, soon yeah.
1: we could have a bonehead ogre
0: yeah we'll oh, discuss brilliant. more about that another time yeah, but oh, I, I figured weird. while it was there that is I very would cool. use it as a talking point final final point uh, on the last episode we mentioned about Dark Elves the fact it was due to come out the bits and pieces the board and whatnot. Yes. it is now here yeah. uh, Rick in particular from Wobble brought it with him mm. last night so we've got to look at the, the dugout at the pitch. New cards. He's got that. He literally bought everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's yeah. hard not to. I have to admit, I've got two boxes of the Dark Elf team. Yes. Like, I haven't, haven't even
1: attempted to glue it yet, because I keep seeing terrifying visuals. Number three? Lineman three, <laughs> isn't it? <there? laughs> yeah. <laughs> lineman yeah. three is causing everybody problems. <laughs> Any so. of you guys that are <laughs> keeping it on the Blood Bowl uh, Facebook group is 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 all hating the, yeah. the Dark Elf Lineman. To be fair, after building the Elf Union team, if it's anything like that, then yeah, it's going to be brutal. However. We've got the bits and bobs and they look absolutely brilliant. So, one thing we did do is have a good look at the pitch. And on the pitch, we've got one to give away. We have. As a prize. So uh, what we're going to be doing is um, giving a blood ball pitch away, but we need your participation. We do. We so. can't just have it. John, <laughs> <laughs> just give it away. To we're not that happy? nice. <laughs> uh, we've had a surprising amount of um, of listener feedback and support so far, which has yeah, been brilliant. On our initial beta feedback, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely great. So what we what we're going to do is we're going to pop it out there, and you'll see this come up on our Facebook feed as well. But we would like you guys to design star players for us. Yep. Now we mentioned that last week. We want crazy. Bloodbowlly goodness on here, and star players is a great opportunity. It is. Brilliant. So you've got some cool models. You've got you don't need to submit a picture, but if you've got one, do it. But like this is my guy. These are the skills. I think this would make a great star player. Yeah. And uh, what we'll do is uh, in a couple of episodes time. So we're looking at episode four. We'll talk through all the submissions. We'll pick our favourite. Yep. Each, and we'll roll off live yeah roll off sounds good roll off sounds <laughs> good whoever whoever comes up with the design we love the most and the Nuffle loves the most we'll get a uh we'll get a dark elf pitch sent away to whoever yeah so um one thing is do make sure you give us your contact information yeah um we'll get in contact with you but we'll put that all on facebook so keep an eye out for that because uh yeah we'd Definitely. love to give something back to the community 100 percent. that's a great looking pitch brilliant so on to our hobby section so,
0: over to Hobby. Rich, what games have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a bit of Blood Bowl 2 on the PC and the PlayStation, mostly with uh, an Ogre team. Um, I now have a couple of strength six guys in amongst <laughs> the rest of it. Amazing. Of course but, you of do. Of course. It's standard. There it has to be at least one per team on one of my teams. So, is this, um, is this practice for the Stunty Cup? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I need to get used to it. I need uh, to realise that I can't just hit everything and sometimes you <laughs> need to move it out of the way. So, I've got to... Channel an elf, which upsets Ooh, me greatly, it's tricky. I but don't know. Stunty, stunty is a whole other level of elf. It is, it is, <laughs> particularly with the titches. Yeah, the titchies I mean, have you
1: um have you had much success online with them? Yeah,
0: I mean, I've won about half my games so far. That's very impressive for an ogre team. It's like, yeah, even ones with strength seven or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's about twenty four. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's good fun. I do enjoy it. I like the fact that you can clog things up, and even if you've just got a snotling a couple of squares away, it stuffs someone's game plan. Yeah, I
1: mean, they don't exert, ta- well, they exert tackle zones, but they don't, they don't affect the modifier. No. But you still got to dodge, and most still of the time, on. that's a four plus, three plus for guys that aren't supposed to be dodging anyway. Exactly. So, like you say, they have to, they kind of have to work through them, which isn't that hard, as their strength one.
0: Yeah, strength one, but they've got step. That's it. So if you blitz them, yeah, you can, all right, you might, You I mean, what have you got? you got two pushes and a, and a dodge. Yeah. Power, haven't you? So you've that's got it. a 50-50 chance of actually surviving per dice roll. Well, that's so, with the skulls as well. So it's kind of like a, first, yes, a natural power for him. Yeah. Unless you're playing against dwarves. Yeah. In which case, it's massively. <laughs> so so
1: um, talking about dwarves, what games have you played I, I, in I actually played
0: life? James and and uh, James and The Dwarf Lord, oh, um, the Dwarf Lord team James. Basic game. But I only lost 1-0. Caused four injuries. <laughs> in the it that's was awesome. It was good. It was a good, fun match. We got... I got a, an almost a very beautiful lucky play. Oh, really? What happened? A very beautiful lucky play. Towards, the, it was a, I think it was my turn 16 or 15, right at the end of the match.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're building up the drama already. We're building up the drama, it's tense. Right.
0: We're both sweating. <laughs> One minute it's, to go. It's, it's, <laughs> it's panic. But I've gone about three or four squares from my end zone alongside a dwarf and the ball. So separate squares. But I managed to dodge with an ogre. <laughs> okay, that's a feet into itself. a tackle zone. Into a tackle zone. On top of the ball. <laughs> on a five plus secured that, picked up the ball on a 5+, dodged down on a 4+, used three more movement, plus two it to get alongside a snottling. I then managed to pass the ball across, not pass, that would be ridiculous. That would have been you that would have, gold a hand standard. Off, yeah, <laughs> a hand-off to the snottling, and then I bone-headed on the ogre. No, I didn't. I managed to pass the bone-head okay, good. on the ogre that yep. stood alongside the snottling, and launched him. It was beautiful. He flowed. As far as he needed to go almost. So um, so
1: you're like a 5 plus, 5, five plus, plus, 4,
0: four plus, plus two, 2 plus, 2, two plus, 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 3 plus, 3 plus, ah. splat. Oh, he didn't land. He didn't land. Oh, that is <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> At the end of it, and I, we stopped the, the game next to us who are watching it, and I even had James urging me on. So one of those classic opponent.
1: moments where guys are rallying around to watch this amazing it, it play. It was
0: almost beautiful, ah. uh, but it wasn't to be. Uh, but it was a fantastic little game. Ah, oh, that's great. What was great the score in there One 0 to the doors. That's that's not bad. No, I was quite happy with that.
1: So not league, just
0: random, no, 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 like just practice just, game, just play around. it. Yeah. I kind of wish it we'd done, um, we done some SPPs on that. It would be beautiful.
1: I did to pass and see a bit of the game. Were you playing with um, other bits of bobs rules-wise as well?
0: We yeah, so we had the extra spiky ball rule. Basically, if you fail a pick up, a catch, or a handoff, <laughs> oh no, sorry, if you roll a one, so not just a fail, yeah, you've got to roll as if you've been stabbed.
1: Oh wow, so it's um it's just making armor. Uh, make, make, armor.
0: make turnovers
1: great again. Yeah. Um or was, not. Or not. Um
0: it only affected once. Was it a snotling? <laughs> no, a dwarf. Oh amazing. Dwarf it. Um didn't really do anything to him. Oh, well yeah on oh, my seventeen. Failed, it there. So that was interesting, we used a referee the triplets. Th- I think it's three halflings. <laughs> triplet referees, but um Effectively, on a one just before kickoff, randomly one of your players gets sent off just for the drive because he's done something he shouldn't. Have. See, that
1: is not a bad thing with an ogre team. I mean, sure, getting one of the ogres sent off is a bad thing, but getting yeah. one of the notlings sent off is an easy one. And That's it was—I lost notlings
0: twice on a drive. All right, fair enough. But it wasn't the end of the world. At all. Yeah, I mean, he probably would have died anyway. So. Yeah, <laughs> he would have done. He would have been food. And we played in a stadium. Ooh, what stadium rules did you go for? That, I can't remember. No? Can't have been that it didn't great. Have, no, it didn't have that much of an impact on what we were doing. It wasn't but, the one with sloping sides then. No. I love that one. No. Extra go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> Good to do a little bit of uh, the extras, I suppose. Yeah. Get away from just like the core
1: rules. When you get into league play, it gets a bit it gets a bit serious. Yes. And you don't want to chuck in silly rules because you're like, well, you know, what if, what if it throws my game? What if it throws my game? Now, we're all about the silly rules yes. so having cheeky one off games where you can chuck that in is is great yes, definitely. and um, we also played a cheeky little one off game of Blood Bowl 7 which was great we will talk about that a little bit later how we found it and what we think is uh, you know, how we can break it how we can build it um, <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean, that was the only game I played I moving moving house um, the last couple of weeks so it's been a bit busy all I've been doing is just trying not to break and stuff while I put it into storage so I'm glad I got one little game in with you yes. um, and I did get to watch while I was gluing things a game of Dungeon Bowl. So we've mentioned Rick before on the podcast and we've mentioned Lewis before. Good guy, Lewis. Good guy, Lewis. And Rick, the Iron Man of Blood Bowl. (laughs) Uh, He has everything. And he has recently spent five to seven years building this incredible Dungeon Mm. Bowl board. It's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Three-tiered 3D terrain, tiles, walls, everything. He's painted it. It looks absolutely amazing. The immersion is just beautiful. Oh, Everybody was buzzing around it. Yeah. You which... literally got to get in it to be able to, yeah. to play it. It's like 3D chess for Star Trek, but with Blood Bowl. Yeah. So I am i couldn't be more impressed. <laughs> uh, no, he's done a heck of a job building that, and it looks absolutely lush. Uh, Lewis has never played Dungeon Ball before. Rick, I think, probably played some of the older ones. Yep. But they had an absolutely great time. It, it, they lasted forever. It did last forever, and they didn't finish. And that's part of how the dungeon's built. And I was supposed to make bricks and doors, so that there was more of a a straight one end to one end yeah. option. But I didn't get a chance, so they were just teleporting around, which meant that Lewis lost at least two soruses and a croxicle. Yeah. But he had a great time. They were just having a brilliant time, and it was it's great to see a bit of dungeon bowl. Great to see one off games and blood bowl sevens going on. It was it was a really good
0: night. Actually. It was a really varied night. Yeah. It was it was. A a good bit of fun all round. and I got to do a little
1: bit of hobby, but you not did. a great
0: deal. Like, uh, an extra from Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah, doing some
1: resin casting. Um, <laughs> just while I had a chance. So, um, have you been hobbying anything? Not
0: particularly. I've painted a single snotling, ah, yeah. But this is the this, the, this is your new, your new yes, team, the Black Scorpion ones, really nice little models. They look
1: brilliant, and brilliant. I love the paint scheme you've gone for turquoise and pink. So it's like old school Chaos Renegades, It's yeah, but it just looks great. And the little Snotlings are brilliant. They're they're wonderful. They're They're, they're bigger than the classic Snotlings, which is really good because they they can get lost on the new bases and the new pitches. But these are great. So they're probably about a little bit smaller than Halflings. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely smaller than Halflings. Halfway, a bit more than halfway in Goblin sizes? Yeah, about halfway to a Goblin size. Absolutely perfect size. Models look great. Where, where, Where are they from?
0: Uh, Black Scorpion. Ah, uh, I love the Black Upches. Scorpion. They do ten different snotlings. They're really? Different, yeah, yeah. So, so there's you, like no duplicates in your no, team? No duplicates. You can have... The the team itself, when you buy it, comes with 14 snotlings, four ogres. Wow, that's loads of players. So you get a huge amount, but I don't buy any more than ten snotlings no, anyway. You can't. Well, you, no, well, you by the time... Well, you, well, can, you could, but, yeah. But, you need to keep them there
1: for inducement purposes. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put this out there right now. Bonehead Award goes to any player playing with an entire Snotling team. Jeez, that would be brutal. I, yeah, send us pictures if you've done that, because mega kudos. Ah, I yeah. might do that online. Just just a one-off, just have a go, just up the table, and just foul. <laughs> just 16 Snotlings. I think star players is allowed, because so you can only take two. 14
0: Snotlings plus two star players, but it can't be a big board.
1: Uh, You could run Morgue. <laughs>
0: just, 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 Morgan his army of snotlings Morgan Co., can you take a chainsaw guy for the, boat, for the ogres I don't know if you I can I don't know uh, I will do some research I will yeah. come back next
1: time with, <laughs> right. with how brutal it, it Bo- bonehead went bonehead challenge all snotlings couple of you know we could definitely
0: do that I think we, we could do an entire league what? bonehead challenge
1: what? league <laughs> it's just snotlings <laughs> snotling league yeah just see what happens well there's a secret team on uh, on Fumble that have snotlings and they have pump wagons Ah. That are basically like glorified uh, fanatics. Yeah. That makes sense. We've done the classic tangent here. We have. Yeah. So that's good. I I love love that. (laughs) And we need to do that. But yeah. Extra points to anyone who can run an all snorling team. Yeah, definitely. That's basically it for games for me. You've been painting those guys. Painting those guys. Models look brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do any painting at all. I've got my dark elves. And I haven't even opened the boxes. I know. I know. And yeah, I'm a bit scared of building them, but. I can't wait because they look really good. Yes. I'm not too fast about the star players and the assassins being out here because I don't really. I'm not sure how to use the assassins. Stab is a great idea. Yeah. But I think I'd it's like got them. shadowing as well, though, hasn't it? So you can follow them around, which is cool, but they're a bit soft. And, yeah, and dark up. elves are so expensive. They are. You can basically afford two rerolls. I mean, sure, you've got four blockers Uh and a runner, but it's just yeah, not a lot there. So I don't think I'd probably ever use one unless I was running like a random 1.5 minion game where yeah. you're it'll be there for, for
0: an extra sort of angle to it yeah. give someone else, something else to think about doesn't yeah it?
1: run some assassins I mean you know, if he's be against an
0: all-snopping team <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> all-snopping. but I don't know if I, I probably would still just take the three die block because it's just more well SPPs doesn't matter with a one-off game <laughs> does it no uh right oh, okay. so that's that's my painting that's my playing um i 've not had a chance to buy anything else because i 've got the carcals and the yes. eating, and nothing else on the horizon wise for Blood Bowl for me I mean yeah. I need to build those horrors we've got like a month left yeah. to the three weeks really three weeks Saturday okay I really need to build those horrors yeah so next episode I'll be talking about how I finally built the horrors hey, I run, like it to run as skinks yes to just to confuse kinks. people yeah, cause, yeah. yeah. mind yeah. you as long as
0: they're different people can't complain uh, should be no problem I'd like to finish my ogres before then
1: well you made a decent
0: start yeah Go I well. have I've got it started on it I keep getting distracted by my sigma bits
1: I know I can see your Gorgon there
0: my Gorgon my Cockatrice that's cool It's a cool model but yeah but that's again another tangent yeah, but yeah so cool. I need to knuckle down I want to be able to get on with that brilliant and get a fully painted army out there it won't win awards like Ian but <laughs> <laughs> multiple award winning painter Ian so a friend <laughs> of the podcast
1: okay so that's it for building playing buying yep. anything else that's gone on Blood bar wise in your life recently yes my son
0: Killer Randall Killer Randall, and that's a very Randall. well-deserved name. Um, I went to his school to do a little bit of an outcome, to see what he's been up to one previous term, make sure everything's all right, he gets to show me his work. And I see a little book that he's written that was just poking out behind everything else called Willie the Blood Bowl Player. Amazing. He wrote a short story about a blood bowl player a chimp of all the things, um, not knowing anything about simian teams no. uh, previously, which I didn't even know about until I mentioned this. Yeah, yeah, and, we were like, and you oh. guys went, it was a, an ape team. I was that like, really? But I will read it. It's only four pages long. Um, <laughs> in his immaculate eight-year-old handwriting, as you can imagine. Story time with Rich. Story time with Rich. Get yourself in your comfies, nice big armchair, cup of tea, listen. Willie wears a very patterned jumper. He is a caring, smart and a weak chimp. Lime green trousers cover his short legs. He cares about everything he sees and meets. The blood bowl pitch is filled with thousands of cheering fans and shouting players. Fresh air is fighting against the thick smoke that you'll smell for, whole, for two whole hours. In the distance there is the referee who is so tiny because he is a goblin and other players that probably can't come back on. You can feel heat just glazing down on the players. One day, a 10-year-old primate called Willie was driving his car so he could catch the Blood Bowl bus. He was very excited, and it took 45 minutes to get there. Willie really wanted to play his game. He was desperate to do it. Let's do this. I can do this, whispered Willie. When Willie got to Blood Bowl, he was thrilled to the bone, and went to the changing room so he could get into his uniform. Hey, Bova said Riley. Hi, replied Willie. The team come by many names, Riley, Maximus, Jason, Hacker, and Tristanesia. They were all ready for the match. The monster monsoon primates went on pitch with their baboon yeti. They were about to verse the Tudor Madness. Down goes Masula, cried the referee. Down goes Jason, cried the referee again. As the players went down, they came back up. A touchdown for Tudor Madness, cried the ref. Touchdown for Tudor Madness again, said the referee. Touchdown for monsoon primates, screamed the ref, who was surprised. At the end of the match, it was 3-2 for the Tudor Madness. Yeah, yeah, ooh, ooh, reacted all their players. Willie went home very annoyed and angry. So he raced in his room, and he thought about how he could win. In Willie's mind, he was figuring out how to win. To beat a player, beat another player, pick up the ball, cage their players, protect the ball carrier, and attack with Baboon Yeti. Then it's their turn. So when they versed Tudor Madness again, Willie knew what to do. Jason beat a player, Hacker beat a player, Tristanesia, get the ball, shouted Willie. At the end, it was 3-1 to Monsoon Primates. After that, Willie had a happy time. The end <laughs> that is a brilliant, brilliant little oh, what a great guy awesome he, we've got images <clears throat> throughout we've got the illustrators, despite being a primate, he looks fairly bird like um with a a purple and black boot coming towards his head, yeah, he looks like a zeech. Beastman. he does look like a Zeech beastman yeah and he looks like a dark elf is kicking him to be perfectly honest <laughs> um but we've got a copy of the pitch we've got lime green trousers although it does look like that primate has come straight from the 70s
1: oh that is a classic jumper that is a classic jumper are with you, patterns do you, do you have a jumper
0: like that is i where has he seen that jumper? i need that in my life yeah I mean, that's a christmas jumper if i ever did see one i think that should be the uh, what are they called the 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 mon- uh, was it the monster monsoon primates yeah that is their uniform fantastic 70's um, Christmas jumpers one day I hope to recreate that yeah so I, would think, love it. I think it's got to be done the primate team would be brilliant
1: I love that he's got
0: caging in there
1: yep that, he's, he learns what team does he normally play with Chaos Dwarfs yeah you see boy does he play them good yeah see that's amazing so yeah, yeah. thank you very much I'm, I'm glad Killer, to share Randall. I'm a that's proud amazing. dad no that's cool okie dokie right time to talk about some of our other topics
0: So, next topic, Blood Bowl 7s. Yeah. Blood Bowl 7s
1: is a quick play variant of Blood Bowl. I'd never played it before. I no, really haven't really... I was looking for Dungeon Bowl rules last year, and I saw Blood Bowl 7s, and I was like, oh, that's weird. They've got a different pitch. don't know if I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you Sceptical. know, classic. Um, but I put a little post on the Blood Bowl community, and loads of people really rated it. Yeah. I was like, "This is this is worth talking about, because... We're all about playing different ways, of, yeah. different ways of playing Blood Bowl, different things to do. And BB7s, I reckon they can play in an hour, yeah. worth trying. Yeah. So the, one of the big differences with Blood Bowl 7s is the pitch. So it's, it's slightly smaller. Yep. The wide zones are two wide instead of four wide each. Mm-hmm. And the pitch is slightly shorter. Yep. But the biggest difference is instead of having a single line, the line of scrimmage in the middle, each team has their own, which is three squares back from the centre of the pitch. Yes, so six squares apart. Yeah, so what that means is that the pitch is technically still 13 squares long for each team, mm-hmm. but you're playing in a smaller area, and just for me, like most importantly, is not having those three blocks in the middle. Yeah. Because if you think about the Blood games, so a lot of those times are, okay, I do this, I do this, I do this, and then I do my free blocks just because I'm right there, and right there. Yeah, something to do. Yeah, so it makes it quite dynamic. What did you think when we laid out the
0: pitch? Yeah, it's small it went, and it, it was that sudden. Wow, oh, this is actually really quite small, and right. um, more so than I anticipated. I suppose so I knew I knew the size of it, but yeah. seeing it was kind of like, Man, "This is tiny."
1: So when we played a game, we we took the the scaven pitch and put yep. some masking tape down just to like make the 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 pitch a bit smaller so we could see our play area. Yeah, six squares mm. is mm. this is like over one fifth of the pitch, mm. um, so it is a lot shorter. What did you think about lining the guys up? On separate lines of scrimmage. When I finally put them on the right line, <laughs> I got that all wrong. First half, Rich deployed all his guys two squares away from the centre instead of three, which didn't have a didn't massive do effect. Didn't do me any good whatsoever. I may have let me blitz you a bit better, quite possibly. Yeah. that would have worked both ways. But yeah, far.
0: yeah. So I'm going to claim that <laughs> it was. It was interesting. It was. It was nice not to, like you said, not to have that immediate block. Like you're not thinking about whether you can just take the guy right in front of you on a one dial or can you sneak someone round. Plus you don't have the luxury of that many players. No. So when building do. a team, you've got a
1: maximum of eleven players and okay. you only you only put seven on a pitch at a time. Yeah. So building a team is six hundred gold, re rolls are doubled, and You only have four of the specialised players. Yeah, which I really liked. Yes, I thought it was brilliant. Um that that gave you such a choice. That and the fact that re rolls yeah. are doubled, I mean I quickly built a scaven team, but it was really like, right, I need my team blitzes. Now, do I take a thrower? Do I take a re-roll? Do mm-hmm. I go for two gutters? I went for two gutters because they're the best players in the game. Oh, they proved it. Yeah, and um,
0: yeah, what was the final score? 3-0 to you. Yeah, awesome. 3-0 um, to you. It was, uh, <laughs> it, no, it was, it, it was good, but it was the gutter runners that did it. it yeah, well, their massive movement helped, yeah.
1: um, and the fame roll. Getting yes. So three times. Yeah. I I took I took no rerolls. Rich took no rerolls. No, no, no rerolls. We took no fame. It was just completely fresh, generic teams. But we hit um, when we did the fame roll. Off, I ended up with plus two. Plus two. Yeah. So every brilliant coaching, I got a reroll, which meant that I could actually do what I wanted on my turn, mm. of which there's only six each half. Yep. So it saves that turnover and made my team so much more efficient. Uh, where you didn't have any rerolls. No. And it was just. Uh, I'd read some reviews that said what it does is it makes you focus on what you really want to do and, and it helps train you to be a better blood ball player. Mm. I can see that. I think it just makes me want to buy a team with better with cheaper rerolls.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Which I could have done. Yeah. But then I opted for a catcher and he was Your catcher wasn't very successful. No. That wasn't that wasn't that was just the way it landed. Yeah.
1: The kick off rule is slightly different as well. Yes, there's a couple of amendments to it as well. Which which makes sense because the pitch is smaller so d6 scatter is more likely to go off bounds yeah because it's not wide enough so there's no there's no safe spare. but you roll two dice and choose the lowest yeah which kept it pretty reasonable it worked out well and i can see if i don't think you can get you can't buy any players with kick can you But you know if you were yeah. to run a league kick would still be a really kick would be a that great would be, skill Yeah, insane. That. you basically landed it exactly right which which actually that could be great fun yeah especially with gutter runners building the teams was good
0: Use humans. Skaven. scaven. Because oh, there are better painted models, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just look better. <laughs> yeah, it just look better. Oh no, I enjoyed it. I thought I had a good grasp of humans until I played Blood Bowl sevens. I played with them fairly well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you good, good result. Having that sort of, I, I took a thrower, a catcher, and two blitzers with the five linemen. Yeah, which gave me five seventy or something like that on the the value. It was just enough. There was something that I wasn't doing right. And I think it's it's more the tactical side. Like you said, there is more to it. You've got to think a bit harder with what you're doing.
1: Yeah. you don't. It's the free blocks. You don't get yeah. so many free blocks because you can't just, oh, yeah, I might as well block in there because I've got a good block now and I can re-roll it because you can't. Mm. So you've got to play for the ball first. And, yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I and, enjoyed it. I'd definitely do it again. How um, long do you reckon it took? Less than an hour. It was, a 50, yeah. 55 minutes. Yeah, which, which I can see being brilliant. So you played your regular game against James. Yep. And then got a blood bowl sevens in. It did. And to be fair, we probably could have got another game in. Yeah, I reckon so. Or came a shade or something just to top off the night. Definitely. Um, yeah,
0: another sort of half hour, forty-five minute game, and you, were, you were home by sort of half ten. I was. You know, yeah. Mrs. Wondering, what had gone wrong?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or did you ever <laughs> falling out? Did you lose? Yeah. i the table better. <laughs> no, table. so blood bowl sevens. You play with a smaller pitch. You play with a smaller team. You yeah. play with less skills. You play with no yeah, rules, basically, and um, what you end up with is a, is a really quick, little, tight Blood Bowl game that was was good fun. Yeah, um, I would love to play some more, and I actually think I think that's a really good teaching tool. I was going to say exactly the same thing. Yeah, exactly the
0: same thing. It will be a good introduction.
1: I know that teaching Blood Bowl is something that we want to talk about in the future as yes. to introduce other gamer friends or just significant others or people who haven't played games to, to Blood Bowl yeah. and I think BB7s is going to be a good angle it's a better way of doing it yeah my my brother's looking at, at playing because he played some stuff as a kid mm-hmm. and now he's seen all the stuff we're doing and he's
0: like this is awesome I'm going to try it on my one of my boys obviously yeah. Randall Randall's no a pro way you uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't have to worry about him but my my second boy out yeah. uh, of the tribe that I have um, is interested but he struggles to pick up some of the aspects of it so smaller pitch smaller teams yeah. straightforward no re-rolls this is what happens that's it particularly if you've got a human and a human team yeah it's it's dead for dead it's easy humans
1: versus orcs yeah blood bowl sevens I think would be a really really good starting point yeah. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be similar to the, the other other Bowl game they've talked about bringing out. Uh, Blitzball, Blitzball, that's it. That looks very similar, actually. Lick, Pitch yeah, yeah. is about the same size. I and, wouldn't know, be
0: surprised if they've looked at how BB sevens are yeah. doing and gone, um, "We need to do something." And, and you know what? I'm super up for that. Mm.
1: And um, I think I'd love to have like a little side league, quite yeah, happily, cheeky little league. Well, you could easily do, do that
0: before or after your your normal big game.
1: And in classic bonehead style, one thing I was thinking is you could have the side league. And then you can hire guys from your side league to your main team. Yeah. Like scouting.
0: Yeah, definitely. And they
1: get bought. But anyway, that is just that crazy crazy over-the-top stuff. So, Club Bowl 7. Perfect. Really <laughs> recommend it. I'm yes. going to make a pitch as soon as i got my stuff out of storage. At least one pitch. Because, again, small area. Get a 3 by 2 bit of MDF and you've got enough room for the, the dugouts on the side yeah. and everything.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it'll be a real nice portable game, that one. Yeah. Yeah, really nice. Really, support, really okay. recommend it.
1: And yeah, if you've got an hour on a blood bowl pitch, you've you've got you've got a game right there. Yeah, lovely job. Right. Okay, on to our final big topic for the episode: mixed teams. Yes. Okay, so we're looking at all the crazy things you can do with blood bowl, and and from reading the books, you have got guys from different teams. But I just thought, from a tactical point of view.
0: How could you build mixed teams? Now, they do this on Blood Bowl 2. So what do they do on BB2? So they've got set types of teams. So you've got like, the good alliance, all the human type of teams, and oh, the dwarves, so like and, an alignment. and things. things like that. But it's, yeah, almost like an alignment thing. You get there's the, the Chaos Pact. Unfortunately, it's not like the Chaos Pact that you and I know on the tabletop. It's Nurgle and... Are they called Renegades now? That might be why. No, yeah, potentially, but they're not even on there. Oh, that's rubbish!
1: That's not on the video
0: game. Which upset me knowing there's there's a whole mixture of things. You get like the um, uh, the small guys, which is a mixture of halfling, ogre, and goblin. Oh wow! But you get the opportunity. So basically, if you're making an ogre team, you can have up to sixteen snotlings and six ogres. And with the goblins, you can have uh, loonia fanatic, pogoer, two trolls, and all of that you still have the same scope of building those teams and taking what you want. So if your team value got high enough... But just from different rosters? Just from different rosters. You could have two trolls, two tremen, six ogres. Oh, that's insane. Like, it, it, granted, you're talking... Yeah, it's a load of money. ...years to, in the future. And it would work but you could effectively do that.
1: So what are the downsides to the teams? It's difficult to balance. It is insanely difficult to balance. And that's why I've i got this idea. You pick one team... Yeah. One one uh one roster, mm-hmm. and then you pick a second roster. So you do hybrid teams as opposed to a free for all. Yeah, although that is the dream. You could be like, right, I'm going to build a a, a dark Elves Skaven team. It's going to yeah. be mostly dark elves. We're going to have some gutter runners in there just to put that bit in there. I think going lots of different players would make it quite quite crunchy. Yes. Now BB two is actually really good for that because you can click on a player, you can see the stats. It tells you what's going yes. on. It tells you the movement. You know, really good for that. Mm-hmm. I think on the tabletop. So last year at the end of the season, we played a pro bowl. You did, and uh, what that meant was we took team, we took players from from teams we to be drafted. Yeah, we took a turn, you know, each each side to pick a player, which led to each team having basically 11 to 16 different positionals here. Yeah. And it was awesome fun, but also one of the most stressful Blood Bowl games I think we've ever played just because we're like, right, and this guy does what? And this guy <laughs> no does what? No one understands completely, no. So, So I reckon if you pick up and do hybrid teams, yeah. you could do it alignment-based as well, like the good the good alignment, the bad alignment, no. so they can do that. And you could build awesome little
0: teams. But if you're going to do that, yeah. I think instead of doing alignments, because otherwise it can, people could can end up saying, well no, in theory this people wouldn't work with this. For example, would a dark elf really align with a skaven?
1: Would um would dwarfs align with elves? You've got to put them in good alignment.
0: Yeah. But that would yeah, I mean but if you do it, yeah. I reckon Go whole Hog. Go hog just a free just, to, no no no, it's in if you want Chaos Pact and Half If you want so to mix it, mix it. That I think would be amazing. It is Blood Bowl. But you don't need In the Blood Bowl universe. Story. They're playing for money. Albion in the Weird League, in a second Blood Bowl but <laughs> Yeah. God, I know I spoke about this last time. No, it's But fine. Mate, you've got a human team who, currently they have the ogre. They draft some zombie-type of players and a treatment. Why not? It would be great fun. It would be great fun. I like the idea of literally just, even, you know what? Even if you're going to do something like that, you choose team one. Yeah. So, for example, I would almost always choose human. And then you put your hand in a bucket, and you pull out a second team. (laughs) (laughs) And you've got to have a minimum of four players from that
1: other team. I think a minimum purchase is a good idea, because otherwise you're just having an a team with, uh, I'm going to be a human Skaven team, so I can have a Gutter Runner, or I'm going to be a human
0: Dwarf team, so I can have a Death Roller. Yes. Although that would be great. That would fun. be amazing. Wouldn't it? Yeah, just, right. it would be awesome. But then I like the idea of chuckling treatment in the middle of a human team. Yeah, and I think that's great too. Halflings, why aren't halflings allowed to go on human teams? That, that's what inspired this. So I was talking
1: to, to Rick a couple months ago, and he was like, yeah, I'd love to do to do that, have a halfling player on that. And the reason that is, is because we've been talking about Dungeon Bowl a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Rick's been building the board, we've been looking at the old board books and things like that. And in Dungeon Bowl, all the teams are mixed race. Are they really? Yeah, so you've got dwarves uh, working with elves and and things like that. So they do get based on wizard colleges. Yeah. So there's like 10 different colleges or something like that. And so the grey guys have got, you can have 16 of these, 4 of these, and 2 of these. And it basically works like, you know, you've got your main race, your second race, and your big guys, basically. Mm -hmm. So that's where, like, the precedent for, I kind of want to run, run halflings. But for me, running a human ogre team, or a human halfling team... Yeah. You've got a tree man, but you've also got your yoga. Your rogue can now throw the halflings.
0: Yes, well, that's the point. But the yoga, even in a human team, still has throw teammate.
1: Yeah, because well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the
0: player type. Because that's the time. stat of the yoga. And so I, think that is, I, the think, I
1: think that's exactly it. Orcs get to. With the Orcs have the trial of the goblins. Yeah, so I, I think want that would human, open up. Even
0: if it's a snotling. Yeah. Granted, I wouldn't be as happy. I'd love to see a little halfling. The halflings are just, more just <laughs> much more fun. Just fly down a pitch. But I think that's more... I think that would be a better fit. I, I think, think it would
1: too. So on Blood Bowl 2,
0: do you, how much are the rerolls? It depends on the alignment, but I think it's almost always expensive. 70k. Because yeah. when I was sort of thinking
1: about some rules for mixed teams, and I was like, yeah, you can put them together. I tweaked our league um, spreadsheet so you could do it on there. Yep. Just because I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see what, yeah. what you can build. What you can build. I penciled down that rerolls the most expensive one. So if you took... Dwarves and, uh, I don't know, let's say Skaven. Skaven have rerolls of 60. Yep. It would have to be the most expensive one. Yeah. But looking at uh, Chaos Renegades. 70k rerolls. Yeah. That's way more expensive than it should be. Well, the because you're mixing stuff up. It's like a tax. Yes. So I reckon if you run in mixed teams, you pick two, and the re-roll is the most expensive one of either, but every time you buy a re-roll, you have to buy a fan factor. Yeah. So it adds that extra tax to make the rerolls more expensive. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you wanted to run a Chaos Renegades Ogre Split Team, yeah, you could have seven ogres, <laughs> yes. a minotaur, and a troll.
0: We'll leave the troll at home.
1: Yeah, I know you're not a big fan of the troll, but you know that's eight big guys. That's yes. awesome fun. But your rerolls would be hitting eighty k each. Yeah. Which is a bit of balance, and I'm not just saying this because we've just played some Blood Ball sevens and actually kind of
0: feeling like liberal about idea. rerolls now. Yeah, I would like to. Trial a game with maybe one less reroll than I would normally take just, just to, to make force you, you to, yeah, to play to think about it, because the amount of times you, you look at any game, and you're like, oh, I'll do it because I've got a free reroll. Yeah, oh, I'll go for a pump. Yeah, do we need to?
1: So, if you were running a mixed team, yeah. do you reckon you'd have access to star players from both of them? Do you think you should have a primary team? And then they get their star players and you've got an auxiliary
0: No, expansion. because otherwise that confuses things. It does. If you're going to run hybrid teams where, in theory, Escaping can match for the Dwarf or Renegades or Norse or whoever, yeah. surely star players should be a free for. As in, from both sides? Both sides. Yeah.
1: I I am in agreement with that one. It's got to be, do not it? I think you don't get a chance to use star players all that much. But no. it, again, it opens up that tactical build. Everybody knows in Wargaming... There are the two most fun parts of wargaming are buying things, regardless of whether you can build them or not, or paint them, and building lists. Yes. Now, Blood Bowl, it's got quite static with this list building.
0: You're yeah. very rigid in what you can you're like, do. Because, like, well,
1: you know, I'm going to take Orcs, which means I do need two boxes because you've got to have. the four. You've got to so have i I'm orcs. having the Orcs. Yeah. Chucking in split teams, you could be like, actually, I mean, I'm going to hybridise and I'm going to chuck it in, and you know, what would be a great team to go with Orcs? So, what
0: are orcs? They're they're, they're slow. Slow. If you had a couple of gutter runners. Yeah. In that team. And literally, maybe two gutter runners. Blitzes you wouldn't need. lineman, you wouldn't need. Your throw you wouldn't need. From a skating point of view, no. But then if you're looking at a minimum number. Yeah. Say four.
1: You've got the line rats and they're okay? Yeah. Yeah, 50k each. I like the idea of a minimum. No I think bye. that's
0: got to work because otherwise you do things like this yeah. and you'll have a whole orc team and kind of go you know what I'll remove a couple of linemen with a gutter runner yeah yeah, no that's broken
1: Yeah, but it's all going to be broken um, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's, and that's the fun part um, <laughs> how do we fix this but it would just be it would be a cool way of building your own franchise yeah so I not like just, it not just an ogre team not just an orc team but this is my franchise and we're from a part of the blood bowl world where actually it took a bit more money Hence your rerolls costing more to make the players work together. But I've got this cool strategy. Of, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna run I'm gonna run a dwarf halfling team. Yeah. Be an odds, and You know what? My, my dwarves are gonna be there to, to to build that cage to run that front line. My halflings are gonna be the guys who get thrown in there. Yeah. Like just cool fun. One of the great combos I thought. One of the good fun things you could do is. Could you take a double team? What do you
0: mean? Oh, what a like human human. Could you take a human human hybrid team? With eight blitzers. But then how would you have the minimum worked out?
1: And that's why I think it wouldn't work. But what would work, and what would be fun, is a Skaven underworld team. Yes. So you could finally run four Skaven blitzers, which would fix that. Yeah. You're paying the reroll costs, you know, so their rerolls are 70 instead of 60. But also, you get more bits of mutation. you got some goblins in there, which would just be an absolutely great little fun fun brawl. I like the
0: idea I think if you're going to do it yes it has to be for everybody but I think it only works for very few I like the idea of two ogres on a human team yeah two ogres pillars right at the
1: two point two ogres and a halfling or two ogres and two halflings for a human team if you're going to put a four player minimum there yep um, whether you'd need the four player minimum or not I don't know I don't I mean I'm on no. two sides it's kind of like actually this is my human team but I've gone, and I've got this guy as well, is quite a cool thematic thing. Yeah. But then you don't want to power game it.
0: I mean, again, going back to the Blood Bowl books. Yes. The ogre is classed as a blitzer. He's an ogre blitzer. He's a blitzer. When they go through the the list of the... Yeah. That's his positional. His his positional is a blitzer. Which would make sense just to have this absolute monster. If you run him like you run your big guys, then
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely a blitzer is appropriate. He's not a minotaur, is he? No. No, I that would be good
0: of. there you go chucking a Minotaur on a God, human team two Chaos Renegades together yeah double Minotaurs that would work a Chaos Renegade on a human team would work it would be great it would be great would you keep the animosity on the Chaos Renegades I think
1: I, this is the other thing that kind of came up is would you want does there need to be animosity now we spoke about this last time with, with last episode with Betraying Players yes and I really liked your reverse animosity role be two plus to give it to a guy on a different team, guy from a different roster. Yeah. On that side, yeah. Actually, I think that's pretty decent. But when you're mixing two teams up, you've got a lot of positionals. It might be a bit complicated. If you're increasing the cost of the rerolls, rolls, does that not represent? Yeah. The struggle between that.
0: It's but, almost like a cherry pick, anyway. In my yeah. head, you've almost got like a Roman Abramovich type of guy. <laughs> He's gone. I want to create a team. I'm taking some of you. Yeah. I'm taking some of you. I'm taking you. And you have to work together because I'm paying you enough money.
1: And that's it. And that's where the that extra cost comes from. Yeah. And that's why I think the fan making you buy a fan factor for every re-roll mitigates that somewhat. Yeah, that. it increases the cost. Increases the. It shows how difficult it is to get that team to work well together. But also mixed roster teams are, would be great fun to watch. That'd be amazing. So to watch. you know, you lo- everyone loves an underdog team in any sport, and everyone loves a team that does something slightly different. So a few years ago in the NFL. Dolphins decided that this year, this year, we're not going to bother trying to win. We're just going to be all about the Wildcat offense. And I finally noticed the Dolphins. Yeah. And I was like, oh, those guys are doing some different things. They're great fun. To- I mean, they're not winning, no. but it's great fun to watch. And that's what I reckon. The Blood Bowl universe being like, oh, you've got a halfling... Ogre team here. This is going to be insanely fun. Yeah. Yep. Plus one fan factor to you. Um, so I'm going to watch that game. You,
0: would, you yeah. would definitely root them as an underdog,
1: wouldn't you? And that's why I think that mixed roster teams could be a
0: great part of the Blood Bowl Super League. I agree, but I think it has to be no more than two teams mixed together. I agree with you completely. I think hybrid. I think if you end up doing a bit of everything for everyone, yeah, it's just going to be chaos. It
1: would be brutal. Um, and the can...
0: renegades already do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and they they're the limit. I think. Yeah. What's the positionals on Renegades? One Goblin.
0: Yeah. One Dark Elf. Yeah. Line, these are all linemen. Yeah. One Orc. Yeah. A troll. A Minotaur. Ogre. Humans. I'm missing one.
1: So from a lineman point of view, you've got Dark Elf, Human, Orc. Skaven. Skaven goblin. Then you've got three big guys and your lineman. So it's like, what, seven, eight, nine, twenty player types? Yes. Mixing any other team, you're going to come up with basically the same thing. So it's almost like
0: the Renegades are already that mixture. Yes. I'd still like to chop them in with another one. It would be great. Can you imagine that team with a couple of blitzers and a thrower? Or... That's what that team's missing.
1: Or... this a thrower. And this, is, this is one thing I thought would be absolutely brilliant. Orc team. Mm. Or an orc goblin team. You've got the orcs. You've got the silly weapons as well.
0: It's thematic as well.
1: It is thematic. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be... It would be great fun to watch. And you know what? Although it might be like, well, orcs having um, secret weapons is overpowered. It isn't, because they cost more than orcs. And you lose them. You lose them. And, yeah, I see, I think it would be great fun. And you could start building, like I said, franchises. It's three trolls. Cool. Three trolls. Bull, fanatic. A couple of blitzers. Chainsaw. The thrower. Yeah, I think you'd probably run out of money.
0: Yeah, about three players again, Which is but... still... Yeah, but that's that's, still, <laughs> that's that's the fun of it, isn't that's it? That's it.
1: And that's what we said about Blood Bowl 7s, is yeah. having that limited pool, or that you're having your limited options. It's like in standard Blood Bowl, you can have 10 options, 10 choices from, 10, from 20 options. It's a pretty decent pool. You go this way, you get five options from 30 choices. Mm. And that is a lot deeper... Um, tactic a lot deeper... You can... A lot deeper, different gameplay. Yeah. Which I think...
0: Which I'm all for. Because I like I, it. We, uh, we need to run it. Let's do it. Run it and just see what happens. Let's book it. But yeah, we don't tell each other what we got. How we rock up with it. I like it. For so the giggles. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. Because it will be a great surprise to look at your opposing number and kind of go... Huh.
1: I can't think of any broken combos for it. Not right now. I can think no. of some good combos, but with player cost... And you know the slight increase in re-rolls. Even taking, uh, even taking a dwarf team and chucking a couple of elf catchers on there. Yeah. It doesn't matter because you know it would be you get more positional play. Yeah. But
0: you still got those downsides. Yeah, it's it's still going to be the same. You you've got to omit something to, yeah. be able to get what you want because
1: you've got the cost there. Now, it, it's not going to be like we're going to take the best players from every team because you can't afford it. No. Standard one million rules apply, and your rerolls are a bit more expensive now. You can't afford everything you want. What you can do is build something different, build something almost unique, and just have a different angle. Yeah. So, if you were going to run a, this is sacrilege, but if you were going to run a dwarf elf team, it's like my worst nightmare. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no hint to what I'm going to run. <laughs> but you, you end up with lizard. Yes, because you've got your elves. You've got your dungeons. take the elves out, you've got no you don't have those those extra dwarf players to win the grind, so you take away oh. the dwarf strength by adding a different one and then you've got yourself a different team and that I think for me is why I would love to see hybrid teams, so hybrid teams is probably more appropriate than mixed teams because Although I would love to just go absolutely crazy, free-for-all. We will do hybrid, it once. Yeah. I think a hybrid team, you add a bit of restriction, you add more choices. So let us know if it's absolutely ridiculous or no, if you've no, done, no, it before, done it before, because I guarantee I'm not the first person. not yeah. yeah he's not the first person to have thought about this. Because there's 24 Blood Bowl teams. There are. Okay. So you multiply that by 23 Blood bowl teams, because doubling up yeah. is a bit yeah. necessary. You, you get an awful lot of Blood Bowl teams. The
0: options would be fantastic. Yes, so we need to run this, give it a go, and see what is broken, actually see what's broken when yeah, we play it. Yeah,
1: so 24 Blood Bowl teams, mixing with every other Blood Bowl team except itself again. That's so. over 500 different options. I mean, there are some teams that don't get used very often, but you know, a Nurgle Chaos team, so it's I, great. I genuinely thought of that. Yeah, well, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can have eight Chaos Warriors, but you wouldn't be able to afford it. No. So the balance is already there. But a Nurgle or a Chaos uh, snobbing team. You Goblin team would the be great. The
0: Pesticores over the besticals. Yeah. Because you, that's the other thing. So uh, talking about that. So say, obviously on a Nurgle team, you get Nurgle's rot. You kill a player with a block or a or a blitz. Yeah. And you get that player yep. as a rotter. Yes. Would that still work? Because that's solely... For the Nurgle players, so would it still work, or would that be a trait that gets removed? And in I which case I think I think that would be a I just have a sudden rotter. Well, well, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Yes, it's just for the Nurgle players, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. So but, you yeah. wouldn't be able to attribute.
1: You'd still those get traits to someone else. You'd still else, get so. your rotter. Yeah, and likewise with the undead teams, you'd still get a zombie. Yeah. But you know, if you're mixing up with another team, you've got half the chance of that happening. Yeah. So no, I think it's a great idea. I like it, we do it. Yeah. Like I say, anybody who's got some, some feedback or, or just pure hatred for uh for this crazy idea, give us um you know, drop us a message on Facebook, give us a comment, yeah. let us know. Because if someone has tried it, I'd love to get some feedback because I think definitely you're multiplying
0: the different games you play. Yeah. If you are hating the idea might not be the podcast for you because <laughs> it's only going to get Cause, cause more and more. This like is this. what it's about. It's about <laughs>
1: taking the game that we love and finding extra ways to play it. Yep. And today we've, spoke, we've spoken about Blood Bowl sevens yep. and we've spoken about introducing an extra 520 teams. Yep. <laughs> yes. And that that is just more Blood Bowl. It's beautiful, isn't it? Blood and, Bowl for all. And that's it. More Blood Bowl is more better. More more Blood Bowl is more better. Talking about more Blood Bowl Mm. is more better. Let's have a chat about star players. Welcome back. So, last week we spoke about four to
0: 17 star players. Um, (laughs) We we, we chatted about most, we chatted about all the ones in the core. Yeah. Plus a couple of others we touched on. Which was a great conversation and I enjoyed that.
1: Mm. Today we're just going to talk about one star player. We are. So, Spike. 2 has come out yes. with the Dark Elf team. And there's one really cool new player in there. Anybody who used to play Warhammer Fantasy Battle in 6th and 7th edition will remember a guy called, I think, Lokia Felhart, um, who was a Dark Elf Corsair character yeah. who had a big, cool squid mask. Yes. Looking at the artwork for this guy who's been introduced in Spike Magazine 2, and just from reading the fluff and reading the description, it is basically that
0: guy. It is. Which... Games Workshop released the special one-week order of about a month ago.
1: Yeah. It's a bit of a shame.
0: It's awful timing. Unless they're going to make a better model for it. They it could do, but yeah. it, 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 I think it would depend on how much love yeah. it, the community gives. It would.
1: And you know what? I think this guy is cool. Kiroth Krakeneye is a Corsair Prince. That's That's his positional, I think. Oh, his position was Corsair yeah. Prince. Yeah, so we had no good Blitzer right here, and now we've got a Dark Elf <laughs> Corsair Prince. Yep. Um, I think that's probably not one position. Right I would imagine so, <laughs> as he's a star player. Uh huh. So he's 170k, and he can be taken by Dark Elves or Elven Union, which is
0: interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mind you, that makes sense if because Elven Union is a mixture of the elves. It is, yeah, yeah. That does make a lot of sense. So
1: 170k, move seven, strength three, edge four, AV eight. So okay. So that that is a Dark Elf lineman. Yeah. Right That's very basic. Um, uh, I think Dark Elf Liner might be moving six, but so he's a slightly faster
0: duck. They are, yeah, you're right. He's got extra movement.
1: So, skills wise, disturbing presence, foul appearance, tentacles, pass block, tackle, and loner. So, he is a really disruptive guy. Now, his backstory is that he was a captain of a ship slash Blood Bowl team ship. Yep, which I love the idea. of. And bloodball yeah. like team, bloodball blood, blood, blood novel. Yeah, played uh, a game underwater. I, I'm not sure who it was against. I think squid people or something, mm-hmm. or maybe you know who knows. Hardness would deepkin um, <laughs> crossover. Apparently they lost, but he played so well that the guys there gave him a magic helmet with basically tentacles on it.
0: So the helmet itself is the tentacles. Yeah. So it's we, we're talking here, Davy Jones from yes. Of but, the the golden
1: faced, golden faced, and, four. I and edge four. I didn't get edge four from that movie. Yeah. No, definitely Did not. This guy, I do. So that's why that's why disturbing presence makes <laughs> sense. And foul yeah. appearance. Yep. Yeah, okay. Tentacles. I love that. I love tentacles. Anyway, if you guys listen to last uh, last to our first episode, you'll know that tentacles you can intercept their own players. Now you can. It's true story. Yeah. On a six. Part of the official rules. Knock them out of the sky. out of the sky. Yep. Yeah. Pass block. So that's plus one to your roll. Now a pass block is the one where you get to move three squares when someone makes a pass to get in the line of interception. Oh. Where he's got tackle as well and tentacles. The idea, I think, of him is you put him in a place where someone is likely to be targeted or two people are likely to be targeted and he gets to move to, to base that player. You've got tackle on him so they can't dodge away. Yeah. And he's got tentacles, which means he's got to roll the, the extra yeah. to be able to get so, away in. Anyway. So he gets all over that guy, and he might even get to make an interception He'd be play. perfect against an elf team. He would be. <laughs> the irony of it. Which makes it a really interesting player. And 170k... It's not a lot of money. He's not. He's the same price as Lude Grip. 10k more. There you go. 10k more than Lude you know, For edge four, so he can be your passer. Yes. You, you know you're probably running a normal passer but still he's, he's a really disruptive he's presence
0: but he's there to be able to be handy with it isn't he? yeah
1: and in bonehead Land, pass block and tentacles
0: It's like perfect
1: yeah. for a thrown teammate so he could make he could get to move three squares to make an interception on a thrown teammate <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> just imagine that picture goes
0: that halfway through the game pause it I yeah. see a halfling <laughs> yeah Bear with me one second. I <laughs> can dodge out of that
1: with my edge four to get into a position where I can knock that halfling out of the sky with my <laughs> magic helmet. <laughs> and I can't think oh. of a better reason to play Blood Bowl than to have something like that, that happen. That needs to be animated.
0: But generally speaking, 170k for which that guy. what really quite good. Particularly with with a disturbing presence. It's yeah. handy. So what's that? As a total of a nine square aura. yes yeah, so it's one to any pass anyway.
1: Which is great. So he's disrupted. So,
0: yeah, with pass block and disturbing presence, is it at the point that they say, I'm going to pass it? Yes. So then you could move him to yep. be within the nine squares to then make their pass be minus one. If pass block, the skill doesn't say they have to be closer. So let's just do a quick
1: rules check. Um, he's allowed to move up to three squares when the opposing coach announces that one of his players is going to pass the ball. The opposing coach may not change his mind about passing once
0: pass block is, is
1: declared. The moves made out sequence after the range has been measured. So you, you declare the so pass. Can
0: go, so, so basically he can go, I'm going to pass it to X. Yeah. Before he rolls, you then move to be able to put yourself within interception territory, if you like. You know, you got or, it exactly right you can move it, which will then reduce his ability, his ability to throw it. Ability to pass. Yeah. That's A legal destination
1: for that move is to put the player in a position to attempt an interception, an empty square that's the target of the pass, or in the tackle zone to throw or the catcher. So, so you, you can pass block him into base contact with the thrower, that that's minus one, one for, for tackle, tackle. minus one for disturbing presence. But even now, with disturbing presence and pass block, that's six squares. Yeah. So that so is you can move him jeez. You can put him in brutal. the centre of the pitch and he can affect six squares either side. The pitch is fifteen squares wide, so that is literally all but the last squares either side. He can move to either intercept or, you know, possibly fire hit fire. his stone That's runs. brilliant. Yeah, I really like this guy. Um, and
0: then even if you want to hit him. Yeah. You've got a roll for Fowl That's it. You've know, still got a 2+. It's, it's, it's a Nurgled Elf.
1: It is a Nurgled Elf, which I think could be a great little build. So I'm going to have a look and see. Got my Corsair parts. I've got some spare Dark Elf linemen, because I've all yes. two boxes. I'm going to have a go at building this guy, because I think I think he could be
0: great fun. I've got enough Chaos Spawn leftovers <laughs> to last a lifetime, if you ever need <laughs> any of them. That's brilliant. Uh, but, yeah, I like him a lot, yeah. actually. I'm I'm
1: pl- I'm pleased to see that's a new exciting star player. Yeah, and um, we love star players. We do.
0: We also love crazy skill rules. We do love crazy skill rules. Now, when we created the first episode, um, we did a couple of beta listeners, or asked for a couple of people to listen on a on a beta method. To be our way, to be our to be guinea pigs. Yeah, i um, just just kind of say hi. We've done this, and would you like to listen, or will someone listen? I did it on Reddit. There was a guy in particular. We're going to call him Ronnie because I'm not entirely sure how to say the first, but we'll just cross-tackle, on it. But Ronnie. um, Ronnie was really quite supportive. Gave us a bit of proper comments and criticisms. Constructive criticism, which is what we wanted. But he was generally quite positive. Now, he came back, because I said to him that we're trying to get a bit more listener participation. We'd like for people to contact us and kind of go, you know what, what about this idea? Talk about it. Tell me what you think.
1: Blood Bowl is a community, and we want to help that. Definitely. We want to be a part of that.
0: If you've got a a random idea and you don't want to be... Named, tell us, we'll, we'll be the voice behind that a ridiculous and, and idea. And I'll
1: try and stop Rich from reading out the handles
0: and naming it. Yeah, I'm really uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but basically, he came up with a skill, a homebrew skill as he calls it, called Fancy Footwork. Now, this allows a player who completed a handoff or pass, that's completed, quite specific, okay, that's to good. move one additional square pending a go-for-it roll. So once you've passed it, you then get to move an extra square want to go for it so this is simulating tripping it tripping over their own feet so assuming that they've made a run-up they're going up to maybe they take a hand off in yep. American football and Doing they spin out of and it, and then spin out of it yeah but maybe you messed it up and it goes down he hasn't given any more info than that ah, nice. so from I like that idea <clears throat> because it will simulate from my point of view the potential to to block going ahead to step in the way of somebody else yeah. to open up a whole as you would in a normal sport anyway. And I don't think it's that broken.
1: I think it's probably an edge skill, probably agility.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So you know you've got dodge already. It'd definitely be agility skill. And then you've got fancy footwork. So yeah, to doing your handoffs and passes actually you can get into a place and get out of it. Or you can then, you know, make the pass and then slip into another tackle zone. And that's it, because yeah. then
0: it gives that potential if he's yeah. there and there's another player there, yeah. You get your two up block
1: the blitz. It'd be really helpful on Dark Elves. With the runners, depending on whether or not it would be uh, work, whether or not it would work with dump off, because in dump off, when you declare a block against a guy, yeah, he gets to make a quick pass.
0: I think it would have to. You wouldn't be able to. I agree. Because I would love
1: to do that because it'd be broken. And it'd be really funny to dodge out of a block that they've declared on you. That would be. It would be broken. <laughs> but one
0: yeah, skill, one I step think. Yeah, too far in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, one skill I think would work with it would be sprint. Sprint allows you to make an additional go for it. Yes. So that would be an effectively, you could
0: do a two go for it with a fancy footwork. But would it be separate? Because it's in effect similar to a go for it. Because he's not. So he could move. Say he's got six movement. Oh, I runs see. Runs three done, and then he gets to move another one. Yeah. Now, if they got to do more go for it after that, that it's, yeah, that's it's not what on. it is. This is an and addition also, to yeah. a
1: particular. So it's kind of like Action. a it's kind of like a better sprint. Yes, I like it. I like the idea. Yeah. I like the idea. I
0: think yeah, it's definitely got to be agility.
1: And the great thing about I don't think it's a it's not an instant skill. It's not like no. boom going to take this one. But actually, if you if you're running a, a decent pass offense and you want to keep your guys safe, or you know, humans, you block your passer. Yep. You throw a he, he gets blocked. He gets leader. Yep. And he gets blocked and he gets accurate. Yep. Actually, you know what? You have got two. Well, let's say you got two throwers, One of them was a block guy, one of them was an accurate guy. If That block guy gets the ball and hands it off. You can then use him to base somebody. Yeah, and I like that. I, I like think it. that's a useful little skill. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. it's good. Good so shot, Ronnie.
1: That's excellent, Ronnie. Thank you. Yeah, we love the idea with that one. This is going out to everybody else there. Anyone else that's got any crazy ideas 100%. or just you know really good skill ideas? drop us and we'll talk about it and hopefully if anybody else has got some more feedback on it, we can talk about it as a, well, as a, as a team. We could effectively try it. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Why not? It. See what happens. So when we run our uh, hybrid teams, the hybrid teams we One player gets fancy footwork. So <laughs> yeah. we'll work with, through a teammate.
0: Yeah, why not? Yeah, definitely. It's still a pass skill or yeah. a handoff skill. It doesn't make a difference. If you've got an ogre <laughs> on square one yep. and an ogre on square two, Next door to him. But Halfling is, or Startling, sorry, is next to over one. Can you pass off? Yes. <laughs> because you're not moving and it's a big guy against a big guy. If he can intercept him, he can definitely pick him up off his mate. If he can intercept him, he can definitely catch him. Well, not necessarily catch him, but if he can pass, but on a handoff, surely he can kind of go, all the that's
1: yours mm-hmm. now. I, I cannot think of a single Blood Bowl game I would deny another
0: coach an opportunity to hand off their own player. Uh, I'm really sorry that was a great That's a great a idea. Thought. Obviously, you're not running with them or anything else. You'd have to be st- stood side by side, but it gives you that extra square.
1: Extra extra points to setting up some kind of ogre conga line.
0: <laughs> yes. Yep. Six ogres. Yeah.
1: And just, that
0: would be fantastic.
1: So we've got another skill here. So we've got fancy footwork from Ronnie and we have we have got a uh, handoff teammate
0: from Rich. Yes,
1: um, I like it. Yep, yeah, I like it. That's two new skills in our star player segment. <laughs> <laughs> As you do.
0: That's excellent. Yeah. So that's everything. And thank you very much for joining us here at the Bonehead Podcast. See you next episode. And remember, two heads aren't always
1: better than one.